What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. That's right. We're back. I'm back. So here's how things are going to work. I have a very special episode of the podcast that I did with my friend, Gaz Davis, uh, number two community member next to Zach, uh, but good friend of the show and the host of the annual Rarity event. So he and I are going to sit down and have a conversation about the annual Rarity event. And what we're going to do is month to month, we're going to jump back in here in the Loot Bros feed, and we are going to talk about this kind of stuff. And who knows, we might have some special guests show up. We might have some things happen here and there. So we did say farewell for now. And for now has now expired. So here's the way things are going to work. Moving forward, guys. I'm going to be doing the Resident Daryl podcast. I will be posting episodes here in the Loot Bros feed. They may actually have their own feed as well, too. We will see. These things will kind of be a mixture of the Loot Bros podcast and some things that are going to kind of come in from my YouTube channel. And then, of course, I'll start dropping some of the uh, <clears throat> Patreon content into the feed so that you guys have shows week in and week out. That's kind of the plan moving forward. We'll see how it works. Uh, now that I am recording early in the mornings, I may be able to open up the show to a different crew of guests to sprinkle in from time to time in different time zones. You never know. We may even be able to get the affectatious one back on the show once in a blue moon. Who knows? We'll see. No promises. That is the pledge moving forward. So, guys, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for all the kind words that everyone sent, everyone wrote, and the things that were said on other podcasts. We really appreciate you guys. We did have to step away for a while. And the way things are going to look moving forward is a little bit different, but I can promise you you'll hear about video games. And we do want to have at least a monthly show that supports the community events. We don't want the community to go away, and we don't want to stop having fun. And guys like Gareth have put so much time and effort into the uh, Rarity event. Guys like JT, the commish, shout out to the commish, has put so much time into making sure the backlog beatdown uh, you know, continues to work. So we definitely appreciate you guys and your commitment to the community. And I want to reward that with at least a monthly place to get together and celebrate the things that are happening and you know, look forward to 2024 with new events and new contests and new ways for us to game together. So guys, thank you so much for your time. I hope you enjoy this nearly hour and a half conversation that Gareth and I have. We talk a ton about some games and we have a good time. It's good to see you guys. It was good to talk to guys and uh, hope you guys enjoy. So here we go. I feel the minutes count down on the clock again. Feel like I'm playing in a game that I can never win. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and I have a very special guest with me, my friend. Friend, Gaz Davis. How are you doing, Gaz? Thank you for having me on, Daryl. Um, really well, thank you very much. It's been uh, I've been missing the podcast, I have to say. Um, trying to sort of spend a lot of time trying to find something uh, something similar. Obviously, you got a trophy yours, but it's um, and that's that's good. Obviously, part of the same community. But um, 
Yeah, do missing because the the other one I listened to was the, the PlayStation UK podcast that is closing down in the beginning of December as well. So um, so that's two out of the three sort of main podcasts that I listen. You know, that are community based ones that I listen to will be closing down sort of uh, before the end of the year. So uh, yeah, it's good to be back, just doing a little bit. So. Yeah, well, the plan moving forward is this, you know, originally we had done the farewell, okay, in quotations of the Loot Bros. And I tried to make sure I was like, hey, guys, by the way, there's enough Patreon content that's sitting here that we could technically exist for a year or more and and it would still be a thing. Uh, but once we kind of landed the plane, uh, work has been kind of weird, you know, like uh, the industry that I'm in is very, very bipolar, very up and down. And so it gave me some time to kind of focus on that, knock out a few things here at the house, give myself a little bit of a refresher, a little bit of a break, and to try to wrap my head around what I want to do moving forward. Because I love talking with you guys. I love having the community stuff, and I don't want that to go away. Uh, but also podcasting late at night with people all over the United States and sometimes all over the world, it just wasn't working out excuse me, schedule wise. And it's been, I'm just, I'm out of time. You know, so I had said before when I had, when we landed the plane, it was just like, I don't have any more nights for this. I have booked them all up. So that being said, you know, I'm looking at recording early in the mornings, you know, kind of before the day gets started, which doesn't make any difference for the listeners, but as for me and scheduling and bringing on guests and, and people in different time zones, it may work better. We'll see. Uh, but I've got a few people that I've kind of spoke to about coming on occasionally. So it's not just always me rambling, but I agree with you. I've had a hard time lately with some of the shows that I listen to also going away and some of them going on very large hiatuses as well. So mm. I've had a bit of an opening in my listening, you know, my, my podcast listening as well. So I hate that, you know, we've uh, left you hanging, but I'm hoping that moving forward, we'll be able to kind of fill that gap and, you and I have been talking in the background about uh, potentially monthly, maybe more often if we can swing it, you know, updates with the community stuff, because it looks like you're going to continue the rarity event into next year. And that's one of the big focuses we've always had with the Loot Bros is trying to come up with cool and fun things to involve the community in on so that it's not just, all right, now you're listening to Daryl talk about Resident Evil again for the 5,000th time. So, um, I think this is a good opportunity to, you know, nail that down. Here's, we'll do rarity updates that way. And also you don't have to do these hour long weekly, you know, or bi-weekly updates where it's like, Hey everybody, uh, Zach didn't get any points again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's not going to change anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think from moving forward, even if he doesn't sign up for the next one, you should always have him in there. It's like, that means that nobody else is going to finish last. Are they? So. There you go. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I'm excited about doing this. I'm hoping that we can swing something, you know, semi-regular and, uh, this will be the first kind of catching up on the radio update and the games that you and I've been playing. So with that being said, uh, do you want to go first, kind of talk about some of the games that you've been playing before we get into the update or you want me to go first? Um, no, I can go first. I can. So um, as you know, as we've been discussing, we've been um, talking Toronto. Well, we've done the GTTSC now for, is it two years we've done it? Or is it three? Two, three? So I think you did it three years, but I've only done it with you yeah. twice. So twice, yeah. So and both years, whilst we've done um, we've done well in it, we've suffered at the end because a lot of the teams have ended up being sort of storing their their platinum right. um, 
and obviously we've not had the we haven't had the foresight to uh, to to do that. And um, but this year we we have, um, and certainly I know that Rick has done bits, I've done bits, and and, I, and so have you, so have you. So I'm hoping that when we come into it next year, whenever that might be, we'll be in a better position to potentially go even further than what we what we have done um in previous years so um so some of the games that i've been playing have been around um setting up platinums where i've only needed maybe one trophy left to get uh, to get in them so um from my perspective so if I, i'll just run through a few games that um that i have been doing which so one of the ones that i've been working towards on a long-term basis and it's and it's still going to continue being long-term is that of um which i know that you've played as well is uh kung fu panda uh <laughs> showdown <laughs> legendary legends um and i'm grinding out the online on that and that is a beast to grind out that's uh sort of five um five thousand xp you need and you get at best eight XP a match, so you, you're looking at a long time to try and sort of uh, to do that. But um, the rest of it, I've pretty much done. So it's just really the online aspect that I need to sort of continue with that, and um, and I'm, I'm getting there. Um, one, art, I'm playing the Messenger still. That's a game I did, I started in the last GTTSC con- contest. Um, but like, I think a few, like well, all of it, all three of us really. I think we suffered a little bit with a bit of bit of burnout potentially because of how frequently we and hard we were going at trophies on a daily mm-hmm. basis and um and i just wanted to chill out i just wanted to take my time sort of having to, so some of these games that i'm playing at the moment are ones that i'd started um but never got around to actually finishing um and, I, and that's what obviously i'm trying to do at the moment messenger is one and i'm really enjoying it um though i go through fits and spurts on it um i had a good good spell on it last weekend um and um yeah it's it's definitely um a game worth checking out um really good atmosphere good not not certainly not a typical game that i would um i would go for but um one i would sort of recommend to uh to anyone who likes their 2d sort of uh roguelike um games um i've been playing um art of rally i don't know if you've come across that one at all i know you're not a massive driving driving game fan but um i know which game you're talking about and i have been on a several year i guess several year hiatus on driving games i used to love them i mean i followed played every need for speed up to a certain point um i don't really care for the simulator style games but the more arcadey fun stuff i'm into but i think somewhere around most wanted is kind of where i where i chilled out i haven't finished the vita version oh yeah yeah and i'll pick it up occasionally play for play a couple races play do some of the open world stuff and kind of put it down uh i really loved what was that one you and i platinum together um on rush yes i loved on rush yeah and i loved uh what was that uh destruction derby game God, i can't even remember the oh, name of it anymore Wreckfest, yes, I love those. So for me, I kind of got out of more of the traditional racing and really into those burnout style, you know, just yeah. silly racing games. Yeah. Um, but I know what you're talking about. Art of Rally. Yeah, it's a um, yeah, it's, it's a it's a sort of almost like not quite top down, but but very similar. But it's um, but it's a very different style type um, to what what's 
what norm typically I would play. But it's um, it's not a bad game. A little bit, of a, it's going to be a little bit of a grind to get go, get through it. Um, I've been playing. Obviously, those that know me, I love my football, so I picked up the new EA Sports FC twenty four. So I've been playing playing that a fair amount, mainly the online stuff because I, I do love dishing out a bit of a whoop ass to uh, to people <laughs> online. Um, so I've been been doing that. Um, the other games, and then yeah, Hotshot Racing is is one is a platinum that I have um, secured in terms of getting it ready, absolutely ready. So that is a grind. Um, and what I needed to do for that was to win a unlock all the all the customization um, of the cars, and you had to do that by doing sort of five hundred seconds of. Uh, drifting in each vehicle, there's 32 vehicles, um, 100 boosts and stuff. So, and I've, so I've, I finally did all that, and then the, so the last trophy is literally just for uh, now going out and purchasing the equipment. So, I, so I've earned it all. I've got all the money to do it. It's now just a case of actually uh, spending that money and doing it. So it's, it's, it's literally a five-minute job until we, until to get the platinum on that. And then the other one was um, Dangerous Golf, which I've lined up the platinum for. Now I've I've done all the hard work on that, and I've just got a very simple sort of trophy to uh, to unlock to get the platinum on that. And uh, and that's pretty much sort of um, where I've been, to be honest with you. Uh, that's that's my gaming in a nutshell. Um, Excellent. Yeah, and I've been and I'm sort of slowly getting back into it. And the more like you, the more I sort of. Um, the, the the part about of choosing games, what to play next, and looking at games, looking at my backlog. I love that part almost as much as sort of playing the games. Believe it. <laughs> it's such a weird concept because I get so all excited about the sort of the next game that I can play or the next game that's coming out, and uh, and then I look at what I'm playing and I, and I can't start it until I get at least a couple of. Because I finished actually, I got the plan on Lego Movie the video game, which was one that I'd um, um, been sort of playing for a little while as well so yeah so it's a mix of games there that i've played um and i'm looking forward to starting uh, starting a few new games as well excellent excellent so like you i've been kind of gearing up for the next gt sc and i do believe that that is kind of we we fought really hard we made it really far especially for a bunch of guys who have full-time jobs families and like didn't do the groundwork, I guess, to prepare. But I think this past contest really showed how much people are banking their platinums and banking some of these these higher end trophies. And and don't get me wrong, that's not the way I want to play. To me, that takes a lot of the fun out of it. Yeah. So what I've been doing is I've been playing games that I'm enjoying up to a point. And then saying, okay, I can live with myself if I don't get this platinum just yet. And so a lot of the stuff that I'm making isn't mega points, but I had mega fun to get there. And to me, that is the way I want to play games. And I've been playing some off the wall stuff, you know, as far as the jumping styles and jumping types of games. So. Um, I'm just going to kind of go down the list in reverse order of what I've popped trophies in recently. Okay. So Hitman Absolution. I absolutely love this game. I have all the Hitman games and I keep saying, I'm going to go play Hitman. I'm going to play the newest Hitman. I'm going to play Hitman one, two, and three, blah, blah, blah. But every time I go to do it, I'm like, man, you're a poser. You didn't play Absolution. And did everyone get, says Absolution's did, good. Talk about your Hitman games. Have you got the, um, the original ones? Cause they did a HD remaster, didn't they? Did the yes, I have those. Because I yep. keep thinking about 
going back and starting with that because I used to love that. Is it Hitman Two? Silent is that Silent? Silent? Yes, yes, Silent Sounds. Yes, what a game that was as well. That was like, so good. And That's I so good. keep thinking about going back. We ought to do that. We ought to like when when you're thinking about it. When we go about to start a new game, maybe sort of start it together. We can just yeah, like, absolutely. Going on with it. So what I did was, uh, and you guys have heard me on the show before talk about just placing consoles in different rooms yeah. for different, you know, so I can get gaming in. Like right now, my horseshoe of a command center, I've got a PS3 on the center monitor, okay? And then in my bedroom, I got a PS3 in the Switch. My wife and I have actually been playing Mario together on Switch, and we've been having a blast. I didn't think she was serious. She's like, if you get me Mario, we'll play together. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever, sure. And we're doing, we really are, but... um. But yeah, so and so when she goes to bed, like last night, I stayed up till almost one in the morning playing Hitman Absolution and was loving it, loving it. Now, will I prime this one to the platinum? I don't know, but right now I'm having a good time. That's a tough one, I think, to platinum. I think. That's I, I I think it is, and I don't love stealth. Like I'm the I'll go stealth until I can't until you see me, and I'm just gonna kill everybody in the room. And that's what I did last night before bed. I got to this. Uh, I was running from the cops. I was kind of like this hotel apartment complex kind of thing. And it got to a certain point where I screwed up the thing I needed to do to distract everybody. Um, I hit the wrong. I just was hitting the button too much, too fast. Or I don't know. Like I could have set off a bomb in a safe. And instead of doing that, I picked it up. I was like, oh, crap. Well, I just got to throw this somewhere. So I threw it in this room and it only distracted one guy, not the one, the 10 that I needed. So I was like, ah, he found me. I just killed everybody and walked out like nothing happened. So. That's my kind of stealth. So I don't know that I'm a I'll ever platinum a Hitman game, but I remember having so much fun, you know, with the Hitman one and two. And I've got the HD version. I've got Hitman contracts. I've got Absolution, all that stuff. And I remember old, uh, you know, co-host of the show Frosty always said that uh, Hitman Absolution is amazing. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it in. So I randomly just pulled it the other night, started playing. I got 13 trophies in it already, and I'm just, it's fun. I'm just having a really good time. Uh, so that being said, my Vita game of choice right now is XCOM Enemy Unknown. Game is awesome. Super fun. It is a strategy RPG, you know, I guess real-time um, strategy RPG, and with permadeath. So it's... It runs kind of like crap on the Vita, but there's so many systems and there's so much stuff going on. I'm very impressed with what I'm playing. And I wanted to start something that while I'm doing my social media marketing stuff and I'm in between my calls at work, that I can set something up and let it play and then kind of let it sit. You know what I'm saying? Like they, you can just sit there and they'll exist until it's my turn again. Yeah. So I've been really thinking about playing turn-based RPGs so that I can have something going in the background, mm. but also not interfere with working because I don't play video games while I work. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll just do, I'll start XCOM. And what's ended up happening is I just keep it on my Vita when I'm in car line or when I'm at my brother's house or something, I'm playing it and I'm having a good time with it. Only pop one trophy so far. So I don't know that this will be a GTTSC game, but as mm. far as a game that I'm enjoying, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm into that one. Now, Spider-Man 2, the boys and I played through it. Absolutely amazing game. Uh, the story is incredibly fun. The game is beautiful. There, the side content, content's a little questionable, at least uh, so the stuff we've experienced so far. Uh, the opening of the game was absolute fire. Like, the opening sequence was 
it's so incredibly cool and fun. It kind of tampers down a little bit, like momentum-wise, and it gets a little slower. But then once it ramps back up all the way to the conclusion, absolutely amazing, amazing game. So this is not one we'll sit on. The boys and I will continue to play this game on the weekends, and we'll platinum this game. Uh, and then and that's the way we did Spider-Man, you know, the original Spider-Man, and that's how we're doing Spider-Man 2. So if you're on the fence about it, I, I recommend it. Uh, Rick had said something on Facebook recently, and that's our other teammate for the GTTSC. He said that it was just kind of mid, that it was more of the same. And I don't disagree with that. It is more of the same. So if you fundamentally didn't love Spider-Man before, I don't know that this game will change your mind. Mm. The The web slinging is tighter. They they add, they add the wingsuit into it, so you can, can do some flying in between. I don't use it personally unless the mission requires it. So that doesn't really get on in my way at all. There's a lot of quality of life stuff when it comes to traversal, crossing water, things like that. Like it's really cool. You can kind of web pull yourself and then skate across the water temporarily and then web pull yourself again off of a boat or something and do it. So they really made traversal just so much better. And then they also, the combat is turned up about a notch or two. And when you get the symbiote suit, it's a whole nother ball game. And the areas that they go with the story, it's just not what I thought. I thought the way they marketed this thing, it's going to be a Craven story. And they take turns, and it's for the better, and it's awesome. You know, Craven's parts are really awesome, and there's no shortage of them. But they lead you to believe with the marketing that this is a certain game with a sprinkle of something else. And they definitely pivot. And it's really, really cool. I didn't expect it. And as a Spider-Man fan, like are my kid, my boys have been Spider-Man fans since they were born. We got the comics, we got the movies, we got the cartoons, we've got all of it. So we follow Spider-Man pretty closely. And I was not I was not disappointed at all, story and lore wise. It, it did look good. I was watching um some of Tricky's extra life stream uh, stream that he had it on and um he played. Uh, he played some. Uh, I thought he would have got further than what he did, actually. But he um, considered he was gaming for twenty four hours. But from what I saw of it, um, it did look good. It looked. It, did, it looked. Some of the set pieces were almost taken straight out of Spider Man the first game. From what I could yeah. see, you know, the bit where um, I think on the the site, you know, when you land on a car and you've got to take the people out of the car. It, Mm-hmm. And then it stops, and that's exactly just exactly the same, isn't it? But you wouldn't expect them necessarily to change that. There's no need to change that aspect. And, of it, and it? I think too that's also like a budget and time issue. You know, like right now, like all the hullabaloo and all the talk about the gaming industry is it's too expensive and games take too long. But I think it's really smart if you take a game, you've already got the bones, you've already got, you know, what I'm saying structure, animations, a lot of things done, and you're making a sequel in the same area like yeah why wouldn't you reuse it they change it a little bit you know there's little things that are different but the ultimately the structure is the same now for somebody like me i don't mind getting in there when i only have an hour doing a couple of these little side silly you know car missions rescue missions enemy missions whatever and they don't have to look different personally i i but again i really love the first one i love the structure the check boxes it's Ubisoft light. You know what I'm saying? Like Ubisoft yeah. games kind of blow my mind. There's just too much on the screen. There's too many options. There's too much to, to do. Spider-Man is a little cleaner, better polished version of that stuff. And it's fun because like we, we know our dude, my, our days are blocked off like hours. Like, okay, here we have 
school and work. And then like I'm in car line for and you know 35, 40 minutes for this kid. Then I got 30 minutes to kill. So what are we going to do? That's usually when I go to the post office, drop off all the stuff I sold. Mm-hmm. And then we go uh, pick up another kid. But then I got to drive to this other school to get this other kid. So then we're only home, you know, for 45 minutes to an hour before we have to be to church or we have to be to soccer or we have to be to volleyball or we have to be to um uh what is the what is my other kid doing? Volleyball. Uh volleyball, soccer, church, karate. So it's just like there's like there's these little times. It's like what can you really do in 30, 45 minutes? You can play on your phone, watch YouTube, or you can make a quick meal. You can't you just can't do a ton. Hey, so, one thing you can't do with all that is podcast. No. <laughs> you really can't. Not especially not the way I like to run my mouth. So so then it's like, okay, uh, what works for that time frame? You know, like the kids like to drop in, they like to do a round or two of Fortnite, and then boom, we're out. Uh, for me, it's jump into a Spider Man, do a side mission or two, and then yeah. we're out. So these things work for my disjointed, fragmented schedule where we're go, 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 go. But I know that that kind of gets boring for people who can sit there for five hours at a time and, and and consume a game in large, you know, quantities. So for me, I have my favorite posts and my favorite responses are uh, when someone posts something on Facebook, it's like a picture of this dude and he has like a, a handful of money. And it's like, yo dog, delete this. <laughs> yeah, I saw you posted on Rick. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two or three of them that I interchange. Yeah. And so when I saw him put that on there, I was like, yo big dog, delete this, <laughs> but I get it. I get it. I understand. And when you can consume content, doing some of that repetitive stuff might not work for you, but, but it works for me in my use case. So therefore I have, if he doesn't like repetition, he he may as well try a new game like Skyrim or something. I know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's never played that game before. So, but yeah, so Spider-Man two, I highly recommend and it's fun. It is, it is at its core. It's fun to play. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm out. Cause like you said earlier, after we do the trivia competitions, there was a decompressing time for all three of us. And I don't think I set out to decompress and not necessarily chase trophies as hard, but it was like, okay, I played a certain type of way for 12 or 14 weeks, however long we were in it. And then now I'm just like, all right, let's clean up. Let's play all these games that popped up on my radar that I wanted to finish or wanted to play like Resident Evil 4 remake came out in the middle of it. I didn't touch it. I mean, I played like an hour, but then I, when we were done with GTSE, I went into Resident Evil 4 Remake and I bathed in it. It was so good. And I'm continuing to go through it. And I will, I don't know that I'll platinum it, but um, I'll play, I'll beat it a few more times for sure. So another game that I'm playing right now that I put in like by mistake, I thought it was going to be like XCOM like the Vita version, right? Mm. Have, and I think you might have this game as well, uh, Gareth. Uh, oh, it's say. the Bureau no. XCOM Declassified. Mm, I haven't got it, but I've, I've, I, I've had it in my hand in the set in the second hand shop, sort of three or four times, wondering whether to pick it up or not. And because uh, it's only, it's about one pound fifty over here in in one of the sort of dude, shops it's actually. so worth it. Is it as good? Is it so worth? It. Oh. Okay. So they gave it away on PS Plus a while back. So it might be one of those tucked away in your, okay. if you redeem everything. Yeah, I'll have to look. Yeah, it's it was way back when the PS3 generation when they were giving it away. But I've had it downloaded on a console for years. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this because this is kind of what I want to have in the background. This one, the, the Bureau XCOM Declassified is a third person shooter and it's awesome. Like it's 
awesome. Is it like, turn based though? Is it because no, no, because on no, the back of the box it says strategy, doesn't it? And uh, and you have like companions that you uh, okay. acquire, right? And you can tell them what to do. So um, it's very control in presentation, right? So it's got the 1950s, um, you know, uh, or 1930s. Well, it was the fifties whenever aliens first started becoming a thing, at least around here in the States, Roswell and all that stuff. So it's got the, it's got the old mafia style looking cars. Maybe it is thirties. I don't know, but you, um, you're like, it's a third person shooter. You're killing aliens and it's, like you'll meet a companion and then you'll go, Oh, Hey, you go over there, flank, set up a turret. You go over there, take a critical shot and then I'll charge the middle. So it is very light in strategy, at least what I've experienced so far, but it's a very good third person shooter. And it's very interesting. There's lots of dialogue trees and conversations you have with people like in the vein of control, You know, like when you're going through the oldest house and you're having these conversations with people, I don't know how much of it really matters, but it's cool. And it's all baked into that old aliens theme, you know, little gray men and stuff like that. It's cool, man. Like it is, it's got a lot of style to it and I am very much enjoying it. I did not expect this one. This one kind of crept up on my radar, but there's a theme right now. Like, I didn't think I was in a mood, but I'm in a mood because Aliens is my mood mm. because I'm going to jump real quick. And a game I just recently platinumed is Gray Skies. That's a war of the world story. And I played this the first time, like years ago, I bought it. It was on sale or something, or maybe I bought it brand new for 15 bucks. I don't remember, but I got it digitally on the PlayStation network and I put it in and I died a bunch. I was like, man, this is kind of tough. Like, this is not like the stealth is, it's a little janky. Like over here in the States, we have like, whenever you have like a, a or double a title come from like a, uh, obscure European studio mm. that like has maybe some jagged edges and maybe you get stuck on walls and maybe the animations are a little weird on the face. We call it Euro jank. Yeah, uh, and there there's something charming about Eurojank. It's the same thing that's charming to me about like a B movie. Like I love B movie horror movies and thrillers and stuff like that. And I love video games that kind of fall in that same realm. And Gray Skies has that charm to it, where there's certain parts of the game where it's super intense and it's super like like the tension builds up almost like a survival horror. But then when I'm running away from an enemy, I get stuck on a wall or something, or I don't necessarily jump over something like I'm supposed to. So it's like, it's a little clunky, but not in a way that's so bad that I never want to play it again. I like it a lot. And so I remember playing the game and I was like, ah, this is kind of tough. You really got to stealth around. I found a video from iBad Driver, the guy that does all the easy yeah, platinums. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, dude, if you can, you can. If you can get in your mind to break the game, like, don't necessarily do all the stealth. Just bolt through it and get to the next checkpoint. You can platinum this game in like two hours." I was like, "Really?" And so you have to be very specific on how. Like, he does a video, a very, very good video where you go and like. You bolt past these guys, you get to this checkpoint, you get all the collectibles, you bolt past these guys, you do all that. So he kind of breaks the game, you know, but he says in the video, like, go through it and experience it because the atmosphere is awesome. He's like, but here's like the 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 quick way through if you want to just whatever. So I kind of did a little bit of both. I already had experience playing the game and I saw where the sequel, um, Darker Skies, got 
what was on sale in our last uh, PlayStation sale. So I bought it and I was like, well, I'm a, I can't be a poser before I start it. Just like Hitman, before I start it, I need to go play the other one again. Give it another shot. And so I looked up a trophy guide just to see if there's missables and just to see whatever. And I found that video. So then I watched the video and I'm like, oh, man. So there's certain sections that I would just kind of get lost in the sauce and just like, you know, I did the full on stealth and I was, you know, really enjoying the the atmosphere and the tension. But then there's other times where I got died, died a few times. I got frustrated. I was like, where's the video? And I just bolt through it. And so I did some kind of warm medium of that and platinum the game and it was awesome but it's the aliens there's something about the tension and the sci-fi nature that like really is interesting to me right now so the bureau XCOM, and war of the worlds all in the you know the span of a couple of weeks i'm like oh man i'm really really yeah. digging this so get back into i keep thinking i'll uh i did platinum the ps4 version but i'm contemplating um doing the ps5 with control uh, getting back into yeah, it. Yeah. 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 I started it. Uh, matter of fact, I started it back when we were doing the yeah. GTDSE. Yeah. And um, I, I just love that game. I want Alan Wake 2 so bad. I went and played the DLC kind of in preparation, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the control DLC with Alan Wake in it. And dude, that DLC is wild. That's why I want to do the PS5 version because. I did it. I did the PS4 version when we before we had these tiers on PS Extra. It was PS right. Now, wasn't it? And Control was on PS Now, mm-hmm. and uh, but it didn't include the DLC. So yeah, well, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a good now one. that the PS5 we got given that the full edition including DLC away on Plus um, a while ago. That's why. Uh, yeah, that's why I've been considering going back to it. I'm starting Definitely, again. definitely do it. So getting back in line with the GTTSC, I uh, stacked two. Um, versions of Prototype 2. I don't know if you ever played it. I haven't, but I bought it last week. Prototype 1 and 2. Okay. Prototype 1 is much harder than Prototype 2. I think actually the trophy guide that says it's like an 8 or a 9 out of 10. Oh, like really? it's, it's a grind. And it's hard. But Prototype 2 is, I would say, maybe like a 3 or a 4, oh, right. you know, when it comes to difficulty. It's not hard. If you do an easy playthrough, because you got to go back to beat the game on hard. So if you do an easy playthrough, and just focus on getting all the collectibles, which upgrade your character really fast. And you, in, instead of going into areas and just killing everything, like you try to consume the highlighted people so you can get your upgrade stuff done quick. When you do your hard playthrough, you can roll your abilities over and it's like God mode. And so what I did was I, I put it in as like a button masher because it's essentially like Venom or Carnage the game. You know, like you go around, it's an open world game, checkboxy style game, but you essentially get Venom or Carnage style um, uh, power-ups and you just kill everything. And it's so satisfying. It's so fun. And you consume people and you consume these enemies or whatever. And so I started playing through it just as kind of like a, I don't need sound for this. My wife was watching whatever version of reality trash that she was into at the time. And so I'm just kind of talking with her. What, you know, we got the hurt thing going on, my game going. I was like, man, this is fun. So I ended up beating the game. And then I immediately roll over and I got all the collectibles on my first run. And so I immediately rolled over and got it all the way to the final mission. And I was like, I'll stop. And then I'll put in the PS3 version. And I already beat the game on PS3. Yeah. So I did the same thing and now I'm like right at the end, but I need to, I need to get, um, I need one more power up. So I have two trophies left on that one before the platinum. Mm. And then I went and got the collectibles and all that stuff. I've done like almost an entire full playthrough. So 
It's, uh, so I got those two prime. Now, are they tons of points? No. But did I have a blast doing it? Absolutely. And then when GTT SC starts up, I'll do a, uh, you know, one of those weeks where we needed some extra points or maybe I'm low on time. Yeah. I'll just dive in, pop that one. So, no, while you're doing that, I got one more I'm going to end with. And uh, that is Jack 2. Now, this one you may or may not have already done. But there's a debug mode in Jack 2. And we now, with PlayStation Plus Premium, have all the Jack games. So I didn't want to buy them to do the debug mode. But it's weird because when you look at the trophy guide, the trophy guide doesn't use the debug mode. Like, I think the one on PSN Profiles, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't even mention the debug mode. So like it's kind of like, here's the strategy to how to platinum this thing, kind of whatever. And it's like a three or four out of ten. I don't. I don't even remember. I'll. I'll look at it while we're talking. But you know, there's a video. Yeah, it says five out of ten difficulty, eighteen hours, one playthrough, and it doesn't mention the um, the debug mode. Well, I find a video online showing you how to do the debug mode, and I was like, huh. I downloaded it because I was like, maybe it's disabled. You know, maybe the reason why it's not referenced in that guide is because it doesn't work or it used to work. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Maybe it only works on the Vita version. Cause that was where I originally heard about the v- the debug mode. So I go in there, I follow the video and every trophy, but the last one pops. So I was like, huh? Interesting. <laughs> so you had more so success with it than I did because I have got the platinum in it, but I'm just looking now with my PSN because I remember that game stinking the place out. I, I there was that there were sections of that I I made me hate that game sort of. Yeah. <laughs> so when I tried to debug, it only popped like half the trophies maybe. So then I still sort of still because I can see I did it in two weeks, but looking at the sort of timestamps of my trophies, a lot of them happened sort of on the 9th of March twenty eighteen. But then well, I say a lot of them, maybe about twelve of them but then the rest are all at different other times you know so uh, yeah, yeah. I had to do it the hard way uh, well I, again I, f- I got lucky I found a good video and uh, I popped a ton of the trophies and stopped right there because I was like well the, the last trophy is destroying the final balls yeah and I'm like well I'll just wait and we'll do that um, you know during the uh, thing now is it's a common trophy it's not really worth any points and the platinum is a common trophy but I mean hey it's there, you know. It'll there's, be. There's, it, it'll be a, yeah, there, but with that, there's there's times in that competition you don't need to get a lot of points. But you, there's, if you've got the, if you've got the option to down, I'm just looking at the, the point. There's five in it. That platinum is worth 257 points. So, which is a decent. It's a. It's not a. Um, an insignificant amount of points. That's well worth right. getting. Plus, then you get the whatever the last trophy you've got is whatever that's called that that's going to be worth points as well you know as well so you're probably looking at about 300 points probably sort of um you know for for just doing that one that one game yep. uh, and you never know it might sync up on a day where you need it for a event you know maybe yeah. you need to get a platinum or maybe you need to get whatever the letter is that so starts with. So yeah, so I just, I, I've got, um, looking at my list right now, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, kind of down to the last one or two trophies. Well, that's seven more than last year. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and the, the cool thing is, it's like some of them, some of them might require the whole last play, like the, like, um, 
the medium. I, I got to do the collectible playthrough mm-hmm. where you get all the collectibles in one run. So sure, that's not necessarily like a do it in 30 seconds kind of easy thing, but it's something that I can focus on. So when we get there, it's like, okay, I'm going to play this, 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 and this. And then this week I'll do the mediums, you know, collectible walkthrough. Excellent. No, sounds, yep. sounds really good. Some good games there. Yeah. So fun stuff. So yeah. So I'll turn it over to you and then we can knock out the actual rarity update. And a, a lot of that, the stuff we talked about kind of. Yeah. So, okay. So, I mean, what we'll do looking at sort of timings will, so what I do want to talk about is at the back end of this, um, this show or this episode is what we've discussed uh, and plans for, for next, next year. Cause I will be doing the, um, the event again i think it's been well received i think people have oh yeah um partook in it they've sort of for the most part you know there'll probably be some changes to make obviously some people have bowed out from the playstation sadaka has not been seen since september on the playstation so whether he's now migrated completely across to xbox I don't, i'm not sure uh, but we'll have to reel him back in well yeah and but anyone who and um and i noticed um homer he left the trophy looting group i understand he also left trophy horse group so so we obviously you, you're sort of doing it spending this time doing it for people who don't even know they're in it so i think like trust right 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 I mean? so um we'll, well i might have like an opt-in scheme do you know what i mean if, if people want to be in it they can be in it and uh, i'm certainly not going to force anybody out but i'd rather people be in it that want to be in it rather than sort of you know to save time and uh, an effort um so I'll go into, obviously, we're now only probably, what is it, we're November, we're probably only six weeks away from finishing this thing. I mean, this is, it's, uh, when I first thought about doing this, it was, um, I probably did, I underestimated, I think, probably the amount of work that it was going to take. <laughs> and, um, but, uh, but the statistics side of things is all, I, I enjoy that, that's part of my job anyway, and I've uh, I sort of done dissertations on that, so I enjoyed looking at that and analysing it and, and seeing it, which is why there are certain um, statistics in there, you know, look, rarest trophies and rarest trophy of the week and stuff like that. I think it's good to good to see, it's certainly good to discuss, It's um, and, that's, and, and it's certainly good to listen to, because the community events are probably, on any podcast, are my favourite part of sort of, and, and listen to what people are playing and people's opinions on games and stuff, and, and these normally... Uh, what people have been playing in these events leads into sort of what you, what can be discussed on the podcast anyway. So, um, so we're six weeks to go. Where do you want me to start? The bottom or the top? Um, let's start with the bottom. We we know we know who the bottom boy is. Okay, we have. <laughs> so one plat Zach. We haven't had any movement on him since May. I think that. But didn't you give him a PS4 hard drive as well? Yeah, but apparently it didn't fix this problem, uh, and right. then. I think he did get it fixed, but the guy that lended him the PlayStation once it was fixed, he was kind of like, "Hey, can I get that back?" All uh, right, okay. So, but also uh, Zach ended up changing careers. So it, another, just again, and I'll interject as we go through yeah, yeah. Uh, and trying to derail is too bad. But part of the farewell hiatus of the Loot Bros was there was a lot of changes behind the scenes, career wise. Um, you know, life-wise. So, so Zach actually went to become a corrections officer. So okay. he's, yeah, so he's working and he's a veteran, you know, he served in the military mm-hmm. over here and he was doing a utility job that he didn't necessarily love and worked 
hours and was on call a bunch and it just didn't necessarily line up with you know, his family life. So now he does shift work at a corrections facility. Excellent. So, okay. Essentially as a cop. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very, it's very fitting. It works. It plays to his strengths and he had to shave his beard off. Oh, really? Okay. Well, it's, maybe he needs to be corrected himself to get back to PlayStation. So, <laughs> uh, but having said that, he did earn two points this week, um, albeit not from earning <laughs> trophies, but uh, obviously one of his trophies became uh, rarer than it previously was. So he's uh, he's bottom of the pile on, with still his solitary plat in, uh, I don't know, what God knows what game it is, probably Mayo or something like that. Yeah, um, He's on 11 points. Um, Kalai hasn't scored a point. Well, she has scored points. She hasn't scored earned a trophy since she's got back from her cruise. Um, so she's second bottom on 73 points. Um, and then we have we have someone who joined halfway halfway through, maybe a little bit earlier than halfway through the season, uh, Big Bernard Ob. Um, so and from... It's quite interesting seeing sort of how people game and sort of their, you, you pick up certain games that they're playing. Like uh, there are certain people in, I'll come into in a minute, and they are picking up every brand new AAA big game, new game that comes out straight away. There are certain ones. And then you see others that are sort of all, all about the backlog and, uh, and going yeah. back. So, so uh, Big Burner Derby's, he, he had nine points and is on 196 points. Um, he's been playing a lot of the EA Sports Football Club game, which obviously is a, is a newly released one. He goes through spells, really. He has a lot of um, easy, common plats. He plays quite a bit. I think it's some of the Paugi games. Um, but um, but his average, he, he hasn't been scoring two, you know, nine to 12 points, probably his average a week. So... Uh, that's put, and he had nine this week, which puts him on 196. Um, then you get, so Tross is next. He's in 24th place. So that's obviously tricky. And, and mm-hmm. I think I told the story of where that, so that he wasn't even intended to be in this competition. I think Tri- Tricky, I think, was adding him to Batlog Beatdown or something like that along them lines. It was some competition and he messaged me about it thinking he meant join the rarity one. So I added him on anyway. And um, uh, as it turns out, um, he joined that. And for a little while, he didn't even know he was in it. But uh, but he's one who does go through the um, AAA games. He he ended up sort of um, platinum in Spider-Man 2 last week. And, there you go. And he ha- he's moved on to... Yeah, and this is the problem. You play the new games and you you've got to take the consequences, which is why he had minus four points this week. <laughs> yep. He earned a load of points when it was, when those, I think he had some Spider-Man two trophies that were ultra rare in a, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. just so happened because of that, I presume it was released on a Friday. I did the update on a Saturday, or Sunday. So obviously therefore they're ultra rare. They're now common at that point. So he lost points, but he's back playing another new game, uh, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare three. So, uh, which was, I hear very mixed things about. Yeah. Yeah, it's because um, isn't it the Modern Warfare Three is the Modern Warfare Two remastered maps like Favela and stuff like that, isn't it? Is that right? So it's remastered maps, but also the campaign is three hours long. And when they posted the PS4 version, it's a full trophy list with a platinum. When they posted the PS5 version, it attaches itself to Modern Warfare Two as DLC, no platinum. Yeah, I saw that. And that's and that ties in with their sort of Steam thing that they do, isn't it? Because they're trying to almost like have a hub, isn't it? If it's Call of Duty, it has almost like right. its own sort of uh, 
and then everything else falls under Call of Duty as an umbrella. Um, but he, yeah, he had minus four, so he's on 233 points. He's not too far off. These these two have been battling it out for a little while, but that's departed, 570. After he finally sorted his, his name out, he was obviously going to change. He, he did for a couple of weeks change his name, but then realised he wanted to go back to what he did. But he had five points this week, um, and he earned the Spider-Man 2 Platinum this week, um, and that was his rarest trophy of the week. So, And that was at 58%, so it actually didn't earn him any points, but he did earn five points in total, taking him to 251 um, and then the other one who's in that little group there's three in that group who sort of have all been there pretty much there or thereabouts is Darth Knight 82 um, I know I know he's a listener on, on Trophy Fours he, he's quite often in, in the chat on a Sunday evening with the guys um, And but he, he's a couple of trophies a week two or three four or five trophies a week guy um, he had four points this week and he's been doing um, golf with your friends Um and that was his rarest trophy. It was a 10.88% one, which which is a is reasonable because obviously some of those are quite common. So he's obviously, I think he must be working towards the platinum on that one too, um, to be earning those rarer trophies. Um, but he's on 273 points, um, and that's that is quite a good platinum to go for. Um, the next two didn't earn any trophies uh, this week, which is uh, Stink Palm. He's in 21st place. I thought Jared might do. Might do more than what he has done, but uh, this season. But um, yeah, he had four four points, four hundred and twenty seven in total. Uh, but he is playing Diablo four, which is a, and he's near mm-hmm. the he's near the back end of that. I think he's about eighty six percent of the way through the trophy. So I think that to get the platinum from where he is, I think he probably will get it. But it's a grind without getting many trophies. So if that's all he's playing, he's going to be relying on legacy uh, until until he until he plays another game. I think he. he did sort of dip his toe into one of the um, what's it called the, the series of Man of Medan and House of Ashes as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think I just did. finished House of Ashes myself, and uh, it's, the, it's not the best. No. It's the worst of the group so far, but I hear the devil inside is the best. Oh right, okay, yeah. I do need to get into those because, I, as I said, I did like until dawn. Um, Little Hope is my favorite personally so far. I think okay. Little Hope was awesome. It's very Silent Hill. Yeah, but uh, that, that's just me. Um, next is Sadak. Um, he dropped two places uh, down to eighteenth from uh, sorry from down to twentieth from eighteenth. He had negative two points. He I think fourth of September was the last time he earned a trophy. Um, so he's on five hundred and seventy three points, which has meant that there's one, two, the next three have all um, capitalised, and and they've all the next three have all been close as well. Actually, to be fair, so. Um, which is the Brain 76. Uh, so Riley has been doing bits. He's um, Obviously, they do a lot of the co-op stuff, don't they? So Riley, Homer, mm-hmm. Yield, uh, MZ. And um, so two of them had the same rarest trophy of the week. Of, and actually, it was both of them, both him and Ho- Riley and Homer, it was their rarest trophy of the season as well, which was uh, 7.44% for Moon Mission Meister in Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Um, so obviously that must be a co-op related trophy but he had 26 points taking him to above Sadat to, to 587 and he closed the gap on um, JT the commish um, who's on 596 so he's 11 points uh, sorry 9 points um, ahead of Riley he only had 1 point this week and um, it looks like 
when at the time of doing this update, he was just getting started into Spider-Man 2 because his, his rarest trophy was a new suit. So I'm presuming that's for picking up your suit, first suit or something like that, I guess. Yep. Um, then we had um, probably the, the yeah the biggest mover of the week was Homer, who went up three places from 20th to 17th. He overtook Sadak, Riley and JT. Probably his best week to date, if certainly one of them. He had 74 points, um, so taking him to 610. Again, I've already said that his rarest trophy was the uh, Moon Mission Meister in Borderlands, the pre-sequel, along with, along with Riley. So that's a really good week for Homer, and that's taking him um, sort of... I think he's still got his work cut out to get any higher than that because the, the two above him are either X accelerating away or maybe a bit too far in advance so um the next two then are in 16th place is another late entry and it will be really interesting to see how this person does next season that's uh california wayne have you have you come across have you looked at the table you come across him? okay so he joined there was three that joined at a similar sort of time him big bernadob and um what is it no two of them it was yeah those two but he's in now in the rarest trophies of the week consistently, virtually every week. He's uh, finished, he's getting a trophy in that top five. And he's gone, considering he only joined in maybe May, June time, he's on 874 points already. So um, he's on, he had 51 points this week. Um, his rarest trophy was um, in Rapala Fishing Series. Uh, got to cast them all, but he recently did um, the Platinum in um, Car Mechanic Simulator which is obviously a big grind, uh, ultra-rare platinum as well. So um, he'll, he'll probably have Tricky in his sights because Tricky's next on, on 1,094 points. Um, so Tricky had, so what's that difference? About 100, sorry, 220 points. So that's what he would need to catch up if he can catch Tricky. Um, and this is the same Tricky that said he was going to be in the top five, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he kind of underestimated sort of the uh, the scale of what he was trying to take on at that point. But, um, I mean, he had thirty eight points, and he had the twenty four hour gaming session in there. So, he, uh, <laughs> so uh, he's yeah. just getting warmed up, Gareth. <laughs> uh, um, but you know, thirty eight points isn't a bad week, but you know if. if someone gave me a 24-hour window to go to just game and uh, not do anything else other than that, I'd probably be at more than 38 points. But um, <laughs> It'd be at least 39. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, and I've been watching him a little bit in his extra live streams and uh, his rarest trophy at the time was um, Sexton in Metal Gear Solid 2, the, the remake, and that I was, I was watching a little bit of his stream doing that and it did make me want to pick it up when I saw him playing it. Um, it is on my list to to eventually get but as i said those points took him to uh, nearly 1100 um and he's not a million miles away from i think i'd, I'd said on the trophy i'd asked a question on a couple of weeks ago on the trophy was whether he'll be able to catch dupes and um i think one of either alex or trick yield one of them said yes one of them said no but there's um, Dupes only had two points, which takes him to one one five eight. So he's got a lead of about sixty two, sixty six points, sixty six points or something over Tricky. Um, yeah, his he, Dupes is another one who goes to play the sort of new newest releases. Uh, quite often, mm-hmm. sometimes the more obscure ones as well. You know, sort of the Japanese ones. Certainly not my cup of tea, but. 
Um, but Stardew, Stardew Valley, so he's gone back. That was one of his uh, rarest trophies this week. Um, 13th is uh, one of your uh, former podcast co-host this is uh joe joseph priest or jason priestley uh, <laughs> so he's uh he's been playing uh his rarest trophy is ghostwire tokyo but i think he'd finished this hadn't he and um he's moved on to days gone is that right i think it is oh, so, that's a good game man that's a fun one so i think um yeah um by the time this next update is done, I think we'll be seeing sort of days gone trophies on there now. But yeah, twenty five points, which is probably about his average, roughly. Uh, he's there, he's certainly always in the twenties, um, but that takes him to uh, said one thousand two hundred thirty two. He's probably clear of, of dupes with the way that dupes gains with newest releases, and then then suffering the decay. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks later, twelfth um, is MZ. Um, Lemsey didn't score a trophy in this week though, last week. So um But so he, he did had... just pop a platinum. Oh, he just he messaged did. us said he got a platinum. Did you see the platinum he got it in? No, huh. Uh so that's gonna get he's gonna be on he's gonna get two ultra rares for the because uh, he got the platinum to this morning. I woke up to see it and uh, in Deep Rock Galactic. Oh wow. Nine hundred and three hours that is was his game time on that. So That's crazy. So that when that comes up, which will be next week, that will obviously not only get him 20 points just for those two trophies, but that will stick him in the top five rarest trophies of the season as well. So, Because um, I think the platinum on the PS4, because he doesn't have a PS5, is 0.64%. So he's, uh, so he's done really well to get that one. So that might be why he didn't have any trophies that week, because obviously he may, might have been working on the grind to that and obviously that back end grind is as we know from yield has been a, is a tough one or certainly a long one you um, must be it must have been a fun game or just had a really good time with those guys playing it together because yeah. that's that's yeah. great that's crazy it's a commitment that is isn't it so um i think i tried it fortunately i didn't pop any trophies I, it wasn't for me i didn't i didn't like it i couldn't get on with it um so i just deleted deleted it at that point um Next up is uh, in eleventh place and dropping down a place is Corey, the grounded gamer. He had a negative twelve. He had a really good week last week, uh, but that, as I said, I think I pre-warned that that was going to he was going to suffer some kind of decay from some of the newer games that he was mm-hmm. playing. So he had minus twelve, taking him back down to one three nine two. Um, he is playing PGA Tour two K twenty three, which would be a nice one if he if he does. He doesn't tend to platinum too many games, um, but both him and Joe actually, they when you go through their list, they they play about ten to fifteen games, different games in a week, like and just mm-hmm. and they they play more than anybody in terms of the actual um, volume of games and just trying different ones. It's uh, it's quite interesting to see. Um, next up, so we're getting to the top ten was Yield, but Yield got his way back into the top ten because um, the four of them is really tight. So. One, two, from 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th is, is really tight. So Yield got his way back into the top 10. He had um, 44 points, including an ultra rare in um, in Deep Rock Galactic. So he'll be pr- probably on the course for the Platinum at some point soon, probably before the end of the year. He's on 1.428. And just keeping ahead of them is um, CJ, who is in ninth place and someone we haven't heard for, a lot from recently. Um, so... 
it'd be nice to hear from him uh, if he's listening to this. But he, uh, he had 38 points, taken to 1462. And, and again, I know it's that he's been playing some of the newly released games. Spider-Man 2, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, the new um, Lords of the Fortland he's been playing as well, which is... Uh, yep. Yeah, I, I talked to him not too long before we landed the plane. Okay. And um, he's traveling. So oh, is he? I had, oh, right. I had joked, I had made a joke and said something about him traveling the world or whatever, and that's why we hadn't seen or heard from him. Yeah. But sure enough, like, he's traveling. <laughs> I didn't realize he, he was traveling. Okay. Yeah, he's traveling, so... Uh, oh, excellent. Okay. Next up is yourself in eighth place so um 15 points for you daryl mm-hmm. um taking you to 1938 so i think you're safe um, yeah you're definitely safe in eighth place aren't you you because it's about 500 points difference there between you and cj on the on the list um into the sunset in house of ashes was your your rarest trophy of the week for last week um it's interesting that I've been able to stay in the top 10 with the inconsistency of me playing and not only that, but like also like I, I just kind of got like disconnected from like uh, all the trophy events that we've been in, you know, all the things that I had signed up for. I was just kind of like, man, I'm just going to play what feels good. And if that means I get good trophies, I'm going to get trophies. I'm not going to not get trophies. But if that means I get good trophies or good valuable trophies, then I will. If I don't, I don't. And it's I've done enough to maintain top 10, but not enough to progress back on Alex. Because once I passed him, he like turned the heat up. <laughs> yeah, he did. And yeah. So, um, but but that's the way that I want the competition to be. I don't want to. I don't necessarily want people just to be chasing, playing not what they don't want to be playing. I want people right. to be playing what they want to be playing. And if they get points, they get points. It's not. Mm-hmm. This isn't. This is a. This is just a friendly competition. It adds right. uh, discussion points. You know, when we're talking on podcasts and, mm-hmm. and gives people ideas of games they might want to play. That it's nothing. Nothing more than that. Really, it's nice to have that competitive edge and, and i'm naturally competitive in everything that i do anyway so right but and that's the reason i set it up so um but i don't want people going into this thinking oh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna enter next year because i won't score many points it's not about that i don't care whether you score zero points or two thousand points whatever it is it's uh, as long as you're enjoying your gaming you just have to post i'll you enter and i'll do the rest of the work and there you uh, go do what you do what you do um but then you had um, Diego overtook you, didn't he, a few weeks ago? Because um, Diego has been playing. He's been doing well. He had 56 points this week. And he's he went for a spell of just going for his PS3 games. And, he, and he's sort of a few of the Call of Duties. Um, yep, he's knocked out some good ones. He has. Um, and he's doing the um, Driver San Francisco at the moment. So uh, And he messaged me about doing the online. So I did the online with MZ last year, I think it was, uh, when they announced they were closing it down. But I think they never did close it down, which is why he's hmm. he's jumping on the online now to try and get it done before they do. So he's um, probably about 100 and a couple hundred points ahead of you. He's on 2163, uh, roughly. Um, then we had Alex. Is He's lost points. He's on negative points. I think this is the fourth week, or certainly the third week in a row, where he's on negative points because... Um, it's not that he hasn't been playing or earning trophies. It's he had a massive two hundred and ten point week from 
the week after Weird West joined PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. Essential in October, obviously he had the double platinum in that already. So um, as soon as that hit PS Plus and people were trying it, that obviously boosted all his trophies up back at, I think he had an ultra rare increase of about 19 trophies in or 26 trophies in that one week. I think it was 26. And um, but obviously as more and more, as time goes on, people are getting more involved in that game, getting deeper into it, earning more and more trophies, which has resulted in um, slightly negative points. I think that the most he had was minus 26. Uh, he had minus 10 this week. Um, because at that 210 at one point took him above me and um, into fifth place, but he sort of slipped back a bit. Uh, but he's still been earning earning platinums. I know that he did one in in Pumpkin Jack. He had Medieval Resurrection as well recently as well. That was this week Medieval Resurrection. So um, so yeah, Alex is always going to be gaming, isn't he? He's always going to be earning oh yeah. Platinums. He's 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 a completionist, and he will put himself through the ringer. <laughs> No, he's, he's, I'm sort of, I like the way he does it, and he sticks with one game, doesn't he? Sort of doesn't get too sidetracked with it. Yeah, stuff. I can't do that, man. I'm all <laughs> over the place. Um, so then I, it was myself. Um, I'm into fifth plus. Yeah, stayed in fifth now. That's probably where I have been. Probably where I was. I can't see myself getting any any higher further. I had 29 points. Um, I'd been away for the. I, don't know, I hadn't been away for the weekend. It was the weekend before, but I got I'd. Yeah, the weekend before I'd been away and I'd got my Vita out and um, I've been playing Lemon's Touch and uh, mm. and that's what my rarest trophy of this this week came into, uh, which was a very rare one, eight point oh five percent, which helped to get my twenty nine. So I'm two seven nine three. I've got about one hundred and sixty point lead over Alex. Uh, top four, we got Styling, um, seventy six points again, and still it's probably been about five six weeks that he's. Um, not earned a trophy in Train Sim World, um, but obviously they still keep doing the work for him. Uh, <laughs> it's the train that just keeps on going. It's, it keeps. I think he had an ultra rare increase of what was it? Uh, about four ultra rare increases because obviously, as soon as people buy or get, put that DLC in, that's and if they don't complete it, and mm-hmm. obviously it's such a long arduous game anyway, it means that obviously that, that will increase. But he's been doing Monster Hunter Rise, so. Um, and and still being near, earning decent trophies at the DLC, you know his rarest trophy was eight point oh three percent. So he's still he's still going. Uh, he's on three thousand and seventy eight points. So he'll probably finish fourth because he's he's five hundred odd points away from Rick. Uh, Rick has slowed down in the last couple of weeks since he set up his. Uh, platinum getting business <laughs> he's, he's an entrepreneur now <laughs> he's uh, he's sticking the price up i think he said actually after this last one so dude yeah. i don't blame him that's a lot of hours yeah yeah even when for you your break, favorite game yeah when you break it down it's an hourly rate but he's i think he has got the platinum for that guy now well he, he certainly was it was planned on it but he only had four points this week and again uh he'd made a start in spider-man too um so they were all legacy points that he'd earned so there was a spell maybe sort of six weeks ago where Rick was, he got himself back into contention um, to potentially win it. But I think that's, that's fallen by the wayside now with, um, with his other endeavors. And, uh, but which leaves it really down to the, um, the, the top two are really battling it out. Although, um, so in second place we had, we've got Mies Goats a lot and Mies Goats a lot, obviously, he was hammering it at one point, wasn't he? He was mm-hmm. top. He was top by 
was five, six hundred points at one stage, and um, and he was trying to exploit various different games and sort of I think he did Sims for remember we did that for GTTSC. Yeah. <laughs> um, Minecraft as well, which has got some there. So he had seventy five points this week, taken to three seven six nine. Um his rarest trophy was in Mirror's Edge Catalyst. So I can see that's a game that I am gonna have to start because I I want to get the plus I hate because obviously the server shut down on that one December the eighth. So there's and there are two online trophies to get. So if anybody wants those online trophies, you've got to play through to, I think it's level mission three, and then those online trophies become available at that point. And they're very easy to get, but you've got to get through the first maybe hour of the game, hour and a half of the game before you can actually unlock them. So he, he must be doing that because that's what his rarest trophies coming into. He's had he's on 75 points, um, which leaves Marky Fraser, who sort of took over the lead probably around June time. Maybe even earlier than that. Um, yeah, probably around June. And he's on. He had a hundred and eleven point increase this week, um, taking him to four thousand one hundred and forty. Um, and he's been smashing it really. Um, and it got close. To be fair, a couple of weeks ago there was only, I think, seventy odd points in it um, between the two of them. No, hundred odd points. But obviously that's increased now to around sort of two hundred and fifty. Um, so. It's his to lose. Um, also, he had the platinum this week in um, Rebel Galaxy, which was an ultra rare. I'm, I'm not familiar with Rebel Galaxy, but um, I think I've seen the logo. I might even own it, but I don't know that I've yeah. ever played it. Yeah, I'm speaking of actually. I didn't mention it earlier, but not not a platinum. We had one person who did got 100 percent on a game, which was uh, California Wayne, and he had 100 percent in the Warriors game. On, that's PS3, isn't it? The Warriors from the yeah based on a film. So. Um, so that's where we are. We're up to we're bang up to date. Uh, that's the latest rarity update. Um, in terms of the rarest trophies of twenty twenty three, we've got the hero we deserve, which is Marky Fraser. He could be on for a double hit rarest trophy and the overall win. That's in Injustice: Gods Amongst Men, which has reached level one hundred. Which I guess is hard because that's a point. It's very can... hard. Um, I've been trying off and on for years, but you just. If I if I was smart enough to just dedicate my room to self boosting that game, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's hard. It's a grind, and the the thing about that platinum because I got the platinum in Injustice too, and it was tough, but it wasn't that tough. But like the the stages that you have to go through, like you really got to master the game. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm a button masher, not a button master. So yeah, so so he could be on for a double, and then. Obviously, Rick is second with 0.56%. I mean, all the top five rare trophies are under 1%, the sub 1%, and obviously that's going to improve even further because because Rick's... Because, um, sorry, MZ is probably is 0.64, so he's going to come in, in probably in fifth place and knock me out, actually, on that. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's where we are. We'll see if anyone can else can get any sort of other rare trophies uh, or rarer than... I mean, if you're going to go in that rare trophy, you're going to have to get better than 0.64%, which is going to take some some doing. That's some effort from the people that have got that. In fact, you can, you're you're in it yourself as in fourth place at the moment at 0.63% for Nidhogg. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So win under a symmetric. Yep. Well, hey, if anyone can do it, it's Tricky Mick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that... Uh, well, I mean... 
Assassin's Creed Mirage, maybe. I don't think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's more like 44% rather than 0.44%. I guess, I guess the goal would be on the last day of the competition, play whatever game comes out that day. Well, it depends when I do the update, though, doesn't it? I'm yeah. saying we'll be doing it New Year's Eve. Which brings us on to uh, next year, because obviously, um, just conscious of, of times and um, and when my parents will be bringing my, my kids back home and then it, the peace is disturbed. Um, so I put out something um, earlier in the week, actually, to dis- and, and, and actually I discussed it on Tricky Stream about and, that I think being American, he didn't understand it necessarily. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, that's not a slight at Americans at all. It's just that when it comes to sport, right? So in the UK, we have... Every sport that you play has a promotion and relegation, yeah? But in American sport, it's always the, the top-level teams are the top-level teams, aren't they? They're the sort of base basketball, you don't... So, and that's why sort of UK sport and sort of sport in Europe is considered... Because you could have... Are you aware of Wrexham FC? You must be, mustn't you? Mm-hmm. No. So Wrexham play in non the non-league, but that's the team that is owned by Ryan Reynolds and... Um, okay. The, I can't think who they were, um, Rob McCallany. McCallany or whatever he's called and the beauty of of that is that that team that the reason they invested in that is because they've got the ability to take that team from the very bottom and with enough investment and the right results and right players they could potentially there's nothing stopping them getting to the top there's no bureaucracy to stop them from getting to the top league and that's where and that's why promotion and relegation is a great thing so the idea for next year was we could have kept it the same as what we've got. One big league. Um, still, uh, I will increase the, the different stats. I want to sort of try and create a few more stats, which won't take me any more time to do. Um, the only thing with that is once you're out, you're out. You know what I mean? Once you've had a bad month or so, or you say you've been on vacation for a long time, right? the chances of you sort of catching which is why during the last second half of the season we've not seen much movement between sort of the the placings so my over idea was then to shorten the season to a six-month season but so it'll be a continuous thing it'll be running every season right. as it were. Um, not just next year but going into the year after year after year after um, but splitting it depending on the number of entrants splitting it down into two or three smaller leagues to keep the interest going so doesn't matter what league you're in, and I'll use this league, this league as a placement league, as it were. So how people have performed, will, will, and that, that'll how they've right. performed. And um, so you've, you're in a smaller, smaller league with play with. So if you take the top eight or top ten, they're all going to be fairly close together because the, the score, the grouping is 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 closer together than say the hot, you know, from first to twentieth. And it's the same for the bottom. So you, you'll be you'll be competing against people. Who are scoring at a similar rate to you? Or maybe have got similar play styles, playing similar games. So it's always going to be fairly competitive. Um, the top three from each league will go up to the next league, and the bottom three will come down to the next league. And then obviously you, the, the scores will reset, and you start again, and uh, for the following season, um, which I think is the way I probably want to do it. Um, Tricky's issue was, and I couldn't quite get my head around what his issue. He was saying it's unf- it could be considered unfair because say if somebody does take that stranded deep that was a platinum recently. So say someone got a cheap platinum, got a boost of the points, and then that 
person, then the new season started, his argument is then somebody else could do that stranded deep, but you're not, you don't have the ability to do it. Starts for them. Pick your games better. <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, there are hundreds and hundreds of games that people can play, and people aren't going to base what they play simply on how they're going to be competing against this, how many points it's going to earn them. But but that's the same for any contest. We play. We do this GTTSC competition every every year. The games we played in the previous two years, we aren't going to be able to play again. But right. There are plenty of other games that we do so we can play, and it'll be the same for other people. Everybody will have games they can't touch, but can touch right. others that other people can play. So it balances itself out. Um, and the people that beat us last year with the games they beat us with, yeah, they can't beat us with those next year. Exactly. So we can copy their work and we can exactly. play the next round. So the the thing about Tricky, and I love Tricky to death, but he's. He always got some kind of issue or needs some kind of concession. It's like, how about just play the game, brother? How about just yeah. just play the game? I think here's my my take is this. I know how much work comes on the stuff on the back end, and because every time we do a backlog beat down, there's a whole bunch of work and 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 I think that the way we do things is even simpler than what you're doing. I think what you're doing is takes way more time and effort. Um, so my suggestion would be, I think the leagues. You know, in the brackets and stuff is the it would be a much more interesting way to go, but it requires more work on you. So I don't think it does require it because I'm all I'm doing is literally taking the same statistics that I would be normally and and inputting them in. It doesn't actually it won't take any more work to do. Okay. I, I genuinely don't don't believe it would because um, all I'm doing is is taking in individual statistics from PSM profiles. The one thing. Um, so George, well, Mies Goatsler had mentioned it on, on a Facebook this morning. He would like some way to um, be able to count some of the commons trophies as point scoring. So between sort of, I don't know, say 50 to 70% or 75%. Whilst P- it would be impossible to do that because PSM profiles, you, you, don't, you, you couldn't allow for decay on those trophies. Um, you couldn't. So the way... And and because it's, I'd have to count every individual trophy, but I'd have to, like on on everybody's profile to see whether it was between fifty and seventy five percent. Whereas at the moment I can go, well that's your common increase against last week's, and that's your uncommon against last week's. Whereas if I was trying to do it within a bracket, it'd be impossible, and and obviously you wouldn't be able to do it. The one thing that I thought I could potentially do is include bonus points, like so. Say if somebody earn in a week they might change they might not change but say if somebody earned say um 10 50 to 70 percent trophies i could get or 20 50 to 70 percent trophies i could give a, a bonus point of say five points or 10 points depending on what it is but you can't score more than it's not a point per trophy do you know what I mean you get if you can get to 10 you get five extra points or if you can get to 20 you get an extra 10 or something like that but um, but just cut it off at that so so then I'd only need to count. So say if I did it at 10 for five extra points, I could then just count as soon as I got to 10, between say that's 58, 60, that's one's 54. As soon as I got to 10, I could cut it off. I wouldn't need to do it any more than, than that. So, and that's another. So if I can introduce sort of some bonus points, I could introduce it on, and, and that's this is where I'll get the feedback from. I could introduce potentially bonus points on number of trophies earned, but do I want to be doing that and and having spam sort of being right right you know, and i don't really want to be the worst profiles to go through are 
CJs and trickies. Because <laughs> you've got to go through the trophy log. And when you see like page of page, 99%, 99%, 99%, and you're just constantly going through. I did check earlier because if, if PSN profiles could you could uh, sort by rarity and date earned, that would be perfect because then I could just go, well, tell me everything between up to 70% and then in chronological order. And then that would sort of do it. But it, unfortunately, it doesn't. It doesn't. Do right. That. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't make it too complicated with stuff like that. I think personally. Uh, what you did, break it and, and do it in increments. Like, let's say maybe, maybe you do eventually want to get there. Maybe do that on round three. Once you've kind of wrapped your head yeah. around it, if you're going to make any changes now, my suggestion, you do what you want would be, okay, then let's just break into the leagues. Yeah, then yeah. you do the six months league and see how that goes. Yeah. And then if you want to throw bonuses out there, I learned this doing bonuses that some, that's when you start getting a lot of, whining and crying it's like well you're yeah, good so like, when we added the list this year i thought the list would be really great because that gives the opportunity for the bottom players to get up to the top players and all they got to do is look at the list yeah 101 games is such a long list of games most people don't beat 100 games in the span of two years much less one year and so much crying from the list and you know, like even J- even uh, Jason Priestley, he he like didn't want to play because of the list. I'm like, oh, look, you don't have to use the list. It's just there yeah, if you need yeah. a leg up. It's like, it's and I, it's kind of one of those things where when you throw bonuses out there, some people are going to go, oh, that was very kind of you, Gareth. Thank you for the opportunity to get bonus points. And the other people are going to go, look what you took from me. Yeah. Look what you did to me. <laughs> I think you might be right. I think it might be best to uh, to keep it simple. Um, yeah. Sometimes that's. Uh, yeah, keep it, everyone knows where they stand with that, don't they, with the scoring system as it is. Um, if there's any way that I can introduce something and it doesn't increase the amount of work that I can do, that I have to do on it, then I might consider it. But um, And you could always do game by game. You know what I'm saying? You could yeah. say, all right, guys, here's the thing. For this season or this month, if you beat my favorite game, I'll throw bonus points <laughs> yeah, in there. No, yeah, Why do you ask that? Because it's my contest and it's my favorite game and I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah. So, no, no, yeah, no, that's a good idea. That's a good shout, that is. So, yeah, so it's all these little things. So, um, so for anybody who is is listening to this afterwards, if you um, let me know if you've if you've um, what changes you think should be made or or could be made, or um, if you want to partake next year, or if you don't want to partake next year, then then let me know. Um, but uh, because I do. There's a there's a couple of people who I know who are, who are keen to getting involved, and I basically from another another community, which I might be doing a bit of podcasting on there myself. Um, so I don't want to sort of be wasting people's time if they and my time if, if people don't want to be in, into it uh, or aren't playing PlayStation. Then I mean I'll certainly include Zach because I don't want uh, <laughs> yeah. other, yeah. anyone else to be last. So. Um, I'll never lose, guys. As long as Zach's around, I'll never so, lose. But yeah, and or if you've got any questions about it, then um, obviously just just reach out and, uh, and drop me a message. But um, but the plan is we'll we'll start the uh, in January. I don't know if it'll be January the first because I'll just need a reset to, to sort of mm-hmm. work out scores and stuff. But it might be like the second week of January or something. But I'll I'll work that out. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. So that's the that's the little roundup. Well, excellent, man. I'm glad we were able to have this conversation. It's good to see you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, uh, being across yeah. the pond and I appreciate you making the time for me so we could do this, you know, at a time that works 
for for me but selfishly like it's just no yeah. it, work, it works for me because like you with the family evenings are pretty stacked out and obviously with the time yeah. difference it's it, by the time he gets to your evening it's my middle of the night so right 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 so it doesn't work out and so yeah certain days this is good and it'd be good to do this um absolutely on a more regular basis Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Gareth, for your time. Thank you to the listeners. And for those of you guys who have reached out, sent messages and said, even said little things like, hey, we kind of missed the show. Uh, there will be more content coming out. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say it's going to be every week. It will definitely be every month. You'll definitely have, at the very least, you'll have Gareth and I getting together monthly and maybe even bi-monthly. We'll see. Again, no promises. I don't want to add to the workload, but to get together to have these conversations about the community events because I don't want those to go away. And, you know, I allowed things to get too quiet uh, to this point just while I was doing a bit of a reset. Um, but yes, definitely more stuff coming. Thank you guys for participating. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the Loot Bros Podcast and Gareth and I are out of here. <laughs>